This is a continuation of uh, the body language elements, the elements that are going to help you to express confident body language. And now we look at expressions, and, and this is the reason why we're going to be looking at expressions. People depend on facial expressions in order to interpret motives and emotions, so an audience uh, will respond better to you if you are expressive. This is a bit like acting. You want to emphasize your expressions so that everyone in the audience can interpret meaning from them. Uh, you could uh, film yourself uh, speaking and, and, and identify artificial or unfriendly facial expressions you make when telling a story and replace them with more genuine, believable expressions. And of course, try to practice speaking with your face to show happiness, sadness, anger, and surprise. Your face uh, should reflect the emotions within your stories. But how do you do that? When trying to show shock or confusion, you can raise your eyebrows. If you are conveying anger or concern, you frown. When you are happy in your story, you simply smile. And for sad moments, frown a little and slightly tilt the sides of your lips downwards. And of course, the next element of body language that we have to look at is known as mannerisms. Mannerisms are the nervous habits most people have that detract from your message and can make the audience feel uncomfortable. They are key to confident body language. And common habits you have that you might not be aware of are fiddling with your hair or suit, or putting your hands in your pockets, and maybe sometimes excessively using filler words such as um, so, and like, you know, th th those kinds of filler words or, or you know, gap fillers. You have to break uh, these habits. And of course, again, filming yourself speaking and becoming aware of them is one of the ways in which you can best break away from these habits. And uh, like you, as you're taking a training in public speaking presentation skills, you see that the coach and the coaches will be able you know to tell you if you have any especially when you do your assignments on one-on-one -on -one basis and once you have acknowledged your nervous habits work in your everyday conversation to break them if you can break them on a small scale you are actually going to find out that they disappear in front of it, of uh, larger audiences too all right and then of course uh, uh, the next element would be breathing of your body language even though your audience cannot see your breath, it is very important uh, and a very significant factor in portraying confident uh, body language. And you know, maintaining a slow, steady breath can reduce your stress levels and make you less likely to revert to nervous habits, bad posture, and excessive movement. You see now that uh, relaxed and deep breaths also ensure that you are speaking at the right pace and your voice can project across the room, which in itself will make you feel and sound more confident. And uh, this is what you have to do. Before you present or speak in public, do some breathing exercises no, to warm up your voice and fill your lungs. You, you can slowly inhale for three seconds and then exhale for four seconds. And you, re you, you repeat this as often as you need to in order to feel calm. Always make sure you are standing up straight so that your lungs can expand fully. You know, like the, the, the pause, the power pause that we were talking about you know, previously. And to maximize your breath uh, you know, and thus uh, your voice and, and, and consequently your influence. 
you should aim to you know to fill your lungs all the way down which means you can have to breathe adequately we cannot talk about body language if we don't talk about the voice itself because your voice um, uh, the vocal expression is physical and so your body language has an effect on your voice and can enhance or detract from the message of your speech. Albert wrote extensively on the you know, relative importance of verbal and nonverbal messages and his findings have been quoted for years as the 7, 30, uh, what do you call that, uh, 38, 55 rule. That is, our words convey 7% of meaning, our tone 38%, and our body language makes up 55% of what the audience will remember. So when you combine these three elements, the audience will be more engaged and connected with you. So don't forget that your body language should always enhance your voice and emphasize your message. But how? Imagine you have a string on the crown of your head that is being gently pulled. Uh, this will help elongate your spine, maximize your rib cage, and will allow more air to inflate your lungs and support your vocal expressions. And of course, you should again watch videos of good and bad speeches, uh, some of which we are going to share with you, to see how their words are in tune with their body language or how they are not. And you have to practice varying your pitch. You can do this with, uh, you know, with the, the same videos that uh, you record. You look at yourself, um, the first video, oh, I was not really varying my pitch. And then you record another video. And you can always see that uh, there is you know, some, some, some deficiency in the uh, first video. And then you try to uh, no, aim on varying the pitch on the second video. Okay, so most of our body language and movement is subconscious, so it can be very difficult you know, to retrain ourselves away from the habits we have had for years. However, to master the art of public speaking, you must also master your body's language too. Of course, you do not want to distract yourself from your speech by consciously thinking how you are standing, where you are looking, and if you are breathing correctly. So, as with any other skill, regular practice is the secret to success and the quickest route to confident body language. You could practice the techniques above in your day-to-day -day life so that they become you know, deeply rooted habits and then you won't have to consciously think about doing them when you are on stage. After having had, you know, these instructions on your body language, again, you are going to have to now do the assignment, that's a conclusive assignment, of you connecting the body language and as well as the vocal expressions. Once you have, you know, once you have uh, um, had uh, lessons and instructions on how best you can combine the two, the vocal and the non-vocal, which is the non-verbal presentation, and come up with you know, the most powerful and very interesting presentation. Coach Kudzai on Eloquence and Growth Podcast. Thank you.